The following podcast is recorded and produced by Emerge, a media creators co-op, in affiliation with the network at BICBB-radio.com. Growing Business and Community, a podcast with the Upward Niagara Chamber of Commerce. I'm president of the chamber, Jennifer Pauly, and this is our second episode. We're so excited to have you with us. This is a new endeavor. We had, we're one episode in, and with the help of Maranto Media, we are making this happen. So thank you for coming back with us. Last week, I had the opportunity to attend a conference in Denver, Colorado, with the Community Foundation for Greater Buffalo as well as the Ralph Wilson Foundation, and it was on um, leading locally. It was a philanthropy-based conference that was really about how do you grow your community, and especially with place-making. So having a sense of place and having a sense of how you lead in that place, and it was very eye-opening. I had a great opportunity to meet a lot of different people, Look for that information on our website. I'd really delve a little bit deeper into how we were able to network and learn about opportunities for our communities and what I was able to bring back to our Chamber of Commerce. So look for that info coming up. I just wanted to share a little moment about that and um, the opportunities I was given. Very, very great experience and very honored to be able to have been asked to attend. But today we have a guest, and I'd like to welcome Ron Ottman, who's the president and co-founder of the John Fiore Foundation. Thanks for joining me today. Thanks for having me, Jennifer. I appreciate it. This is going to be a little bit easier, because last week when when I had the first episode, I had to do this solo. And (laughs) so it's so much easier to have this today with one of our members, and actually... The John Fiore Foundation is one of our growth members, so one of our higher supporting members of the chamber. We're so appreciative of all that you do, not just for the chamber. You know, you just bring a lot of um, a lot of insight and a lot of hope to the chamber, uh, to our membership, but also for the community at large. You've touched a lot of different organizations, a lot of different people, and you just do good work. So. Tell me a little bit about the John Fiore Foundation, about the mission, and you know, let us know. There's a lot of people that may not know the good works that you do. Yeah, we're, we're a pretty small organization, and, and again, thank you for having me. Uh, being part of the chamber has been a true blessing. We've met so many wonderful people and get to see the inner workings of what the chamber does for local businesses and our community as a whole, so uh, it's wonderful. Thank you. Um, As for us, our mission is to enhance the quality of lives of people in Western New York by donating to individuals, families, and uh, community programs, all in the honor of our hero, John. Um, We came about after the crash of Flight 3407 in Clarence back in 2009. My uncle was on the flight. my cousin Dana, his daughter, my future wife, and a group of friends were sitting around one day trying to figure out how we could do something to give back in his memory and keep his legacy of giving. Um, so my uncle was a 30-year military man. He had served in the Marines in Vietnam, 
came back from there and then enlisted at the Niagara Falls Air Force Base. And he was there for 26 years, working his way up to Chief Master Sergeant, which as, as a non-military person, apparently that's the highest rank a civilian can obtain. Um, so he retired from there, and he was on his way back from an annual vacation that he used to go to China every year by himself, uh, and that's when the plane crashed. But, um, you know, he left behind a daughter, uh, a son with special needs, two sisters, a brother, numerous um, nieces and nephews and friends, and he was very much involved in local veterans organizations, spearheading fundraisers for Children's Hospital, along with many others. Um, he was a member of the, the Moose Lodge, the VFW, American Legion. So he was kind of a jack-of-all-trades doing everything for them. And we just wanted to give back in his memory. So we decided on a golf tournament. I had golfed in numerous tournaments and did enough that we could we could start one and kind of figure it out and find a way to give back. Um, we wanted to find a charity that's Western New York based, that's primarily donation based. So we just made a bunch of cold calls to different charities and we met with the, the folks over at the Ronald McDonald House in Buffalo. Uh, that was very near and dear to our hearts because of my uncle's son, Scott, who did pass away a couple years ago. Um, but he had spent time at the, the children's hospitals and we know learn what the Ronald McDonald House does for families and children. So um, reluctantly, they said, sure, use our name in a golf tournament, you know, not knowing that previous years they had been burned by numerous oh, <laughs> places God. by just using their name. They took a leap of faith with you. They just knew something good they was did. going to come They had their this. guard up, and rightfully so. Um, that first year, we raised $12,000 in 2010. And since then, we have raised over $277,000 just for the Ronald McDonald House alone. That is amazing. So, and we built, you know, a tremendous partnership with them. Definitely. So. That leap of faith. And look what happened, you yep. know, after all these years later and yes. the amount of money that you've raised for them. That's yeah. amazing partnership to yeah. have. They are a wonderful organization. I know we've had experience um, with the, the Peach Queen program that I run. In volunteering there, mm -hmm. and the the work that they do is is important, and I love yeah. that you chose them as the first, you know, your first kind of organization to give yeah. to. Yeah, they, um, you know, we did a lot of research. We didn't want somebody, you know, that gets a, a ton of funding, and you know, they are ninety percent of everything that comes into them is donation based and goes right to their programs. So. Um, you know, it was at that point, it was a no brainer for us. So, you know, we built a long lasting relationship with them along with others. So, when you started the, the tournament, what started first, the 501c3, the organization that you are now today, or the tournament? The tournament. So, this went on, yeah, we kept growing. We started at High Park Golf Course, my uncle and, and all of us, my, you know, the, our, our board, as we are now, are, is myself, my cousin Dana, who's our vice president, and my wife Diane, who's our treasurer and secretary. Uh, we all grew up in the Niagara Falls area. My uncle did, you know, my entire, my mother and everybody. So we wanted to keep everything local. So we started at High Park for a few years. Um, had struggled to get 18 foursomes <laughs> to cover that. So it's amazing now, 14 years later, we're on our 14th annual golf tournament. We've had to move to Willowbrook Golf Course in Lockport because they have three nine-hole courses. 
we sell out within hours. So That's 244 golfers. Wow. We're, we're probably, if not the, one of the largest golf tournaments in the area. Uh, we, you know, because we, we just have a tremendous following. Our, mm-hmm. our, our, the people that believe in us and our mission just keep supporting us, and we're just blessed to have them. And this is 14 years later. When is the golf tournament this year? This year it's August 12th. It's always the second Saturday of August at Willowbrook Golf Course out in Lockport. Uh, it's a long, long day, especially with 244 golfers. So we tee off at uh, 12 noon, and we're done. We probably get home about 9 o'clock at night. Um, but there's other things that are in addition to golf. It's not just golf. So there's things that are open to the public. We have a basket raffle. We have uh, a wheelbarrow of liquor that's raffled off where there's actually four different winners that benefits somebody every year that's a local person going through struggles mm-hmm. this year. It's a Lewiston resident, it our is, friend yeah. Tina Molinaro. Uh, she's battling late-stage cancer, so we've been fundraising for her for months now, and it's um, it, it, through all her struggles, it's, it's an inspiration to see her attitude and her zest for life. Um, you know, as they say, you know, living your best life. She is certainly doing that in spite of her challenges. Right. And then uh, we also have a Damar Hamlin Buffalo Bills framed and autographed jersey that we're raffling off. This year's tournament proceeds, along with the jersey, will go to Ronald McDonald House and Western New York Heroes. We've partnered with them for going on four years now. We've raised $56,000. Obviously, a veterans organization is very near and dear to our heart, mm-hmm. with my uncle spending 30 years in the military. So we, we stumbled upon them through a mutual friend, and um, they're stuck with us now. So Right. They are. Um, no turning back no. now. Yep. So with this tournament, it's you sell out. So there's other opportunities, though, for people who can't, they can't attend. Right. They can purchase the raffle tickets for those, yep. those things that you have, the raffles and the basket auction. They right. can purchase those online. The basket uh, raffle, they will have to come and attend. Um, that's, you can come as early as 1030 in the morning, and we draw at about 6 o'clock for the baskets. The jersey and wheelbarrow can both be purchased online. You can make donations if you just want to donate to our foundation. You can do that on our website. Um, there's something for everybody. There's 50-50 raffle. We will have friends out having um, tents for organizations we support, such as Diamonds in the Rough. They're going to have a tent out there um, telling their story and sharing what they do, along with the the Alzheimer's Walk will be out there, and also Niagara Pride. That's amazing. This event has turned into something bigger than than you probably imagined. The first yes. year was probably, all right, let's do this to create a legacy. Yep. And look at the legacy that you've created now out yeah. of, you know, a memory from John and, and what the wonderful things that you've been able to touch people's lives with, you know, with this memory. It's amazing. Yeah, it's, it's something we, I don't think any of us thought we'd ever be where we're at today. You know, we started with just a, an idea of, you know, maybe donating, in that case, $12,000. And last year, we were able to donate $100,000 to various organizations and families and individuals. And uh, we're so pleased to say that we just reached over the half million dollars donated. So wow. um, what a, it's, what but a, it's, it's, it's been a, it's been a challenge, yes. but it's, it's, it's inspiring. It's, yes. um, we, we've grown and with the base of people that just support us without question, no matter what fundraiser we have out there. 
Um, we were going on our, we just finished our, I think our sixth or seventh annual meat raffle in the end of March, and that sells out within about three or four hours. And we've had to move to larger facilities because of that. Um, and also uh, Saba is another great partner that we've, we, we share with. We, part of our meat raffle, we donate to Saba our surf and turf raffle in the cooler. And we've donated to $20,000 to them over the last two years. Oh, wow. So, and the kids, do the kids, are, are they able to come to the, that meat raffle? They, they don't they... because we're so sold out and yeah. there's not a whole lot of space. But when we go to make the donation, it's at their facility and we see them skating. We've been to their gala. And my stepson, uh, who has cerebral palsy, has um, that's how he learned to walk is by skating with Saba. Mm-hmm. So, and my cousin Scott uh, also used to skate in Saba. So, it, it's amazing to see the the athletes and what they do. And this year was great because the gala uh, normally they have it at the hockey, you know, the keep keeping center, and the kids are out skating. Well, they filmed it all this year, so the kids actually got to watch themselves, and it was just, uh, you know, they're amazing. Yeah, I love the fact that you not only support these organizations, but you are ingrained in them. Just like you said, you go and you you watch and you participate, and they become a part of your organization, really. They do. And the connections that you made um, are lifelong. They they really are. Um, That's something that we're as proud as we are of, um, the donations that we've made. It's the relationships that we've built with the organizations and, and um, people, individuals, families. You know, we've become friends. Um, it, it's, it, you know, I think that to me that is much of a blessing is, is what the donation does too. Sure. So. And you already have a date for the uh, Peoria Foundation meat raffle yes. in February of 2024. It's yes. so popular. You had to get yep. that date secured we people right away. Put it, in the, put it in their calendars, save it on their phones. Um, we give people a heads up and then we go live on the website to, to let people purchase tickets and reserve their seats. And it is gone. It is crazy. Um, wow. Who, who knew meat would have such a, an, an impact on that? It is a Western New York thing. <laughs> it I've talked is. to other people, you know, at airports and different things, and they're like, well, what's a meat raffle? We, we, I'm like, listen, you need to go to one. We you didn't do. know about them even locally until we were invited for one, and we're like, oh, this is so much fun. And you knew you could turn it into a major fundraiser yep. for your organization. Yep. So those are the, really the two signature events that you 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 put on throughout the year, the two yep. main events that draw yeah. a lot of people to yeah. them. Yeah, the, the golf tournaments are largest and most time-consuming. It's it's uh, a labor of love. It, for, for me, and, you know, it, it's it's a 360, my wife says it's a 364-day event for me. <laughs> and that day I get to actually enjoy myself. Once everything's done, now her and my cousin Dana, on the other hand, they my wife handles registration and Dana handles all the, the raffles. Um, me, I go out on the golf course with my buddies and, and have a great time day. and then come yes. back and then I kind of take over afterwards. But, um, you know, yeah, those are our two major. But during the course of the year, we have numerous fundraisers um, for various things. So um, we got a lot going on. When you had this t- first tournament and you, you knew you had something going on, how hard was it? for your group of volunteers to turn this into a 501c3 because you knew you had something and you wanted to extend that legacy and have it long term was it a process for you or was it you know you had to go through you know it it wasn't for a number of years so 
right before COVID, um, you know, we kept growing. We went from High Park, then we went out to Niagara County Golf Course for a number of years. And then it got to a point where we were growing so large as a golf tournament, we were using their putting green as the 19th hole to try to expedite the, the, the day. Um, but we were having a sponsor appreciation day at the Ronald McDonald House because what we wanted to do was show our sponsors who donate so generously where their money's going, right. what, how it affects people. So, you know, we had people out at the Ronald McDonald House, and if you've never been, I recommend everybody go mm-hmm. there. It is a truly amazing place it to is. see the families and the children. Um, and you can truly see the impact of where your, your funds are going yes. to. It's making a, a huge difference. Yeah, one of the things that really opened a lot of eyes is that when we had that, shortly before that, a part of our donation was to create a suite for families. Prior, they were using uh, bath- shared bathrooms, things like that. So a lot of patients couldn't come back to the Ronald McDonald House because for safety precautions, they couldn't do that. So these suites allowed bathrooms in their own rooms, reading nooks, bed- beds for the entire family to sleep in. So some patients could come back and live somewhat of a normal life, you know, mm-hmm. almost, a, yeah. almost a hotel setting versus being in the hospital. Having all the comforts that they need to in order to get through. Right, just from a a mindset standpoint and some type of normalcy. But during that that, um, sponsorship appreciation night, we're talking to one of our sponsors who happened to be an attorney who specialized in 501c3s, and he and I got to talking, and I was so unaware of the legalities and the doors that could be opened by becoming a 501c3 yes the light bulb went off and that we got incorporated in 2019 we received our 501c3 status in late february of 2020 which is right when covid hit of course um which which was a, a transition but quite honestly and and i know a lot of people were at home they didn't go on vacations and they weren't spending money as freely as normal but we actually grew during COVID. It was absolutely amazing to us. And during that time also, we noticed, and my wife and I are sitting home watching television and watching people in food lines for miles, people like ourselves that, you know, you normally don't come across people that work and have decent jobs all their life. And all of a sudden they lose their job and they're in a food line for five miles trying to get some necessities for their family. So um, we decided that we wanted to do something. We uh, got with local, uh, I believe it was Councilman Ken Tompkins, who's become a very dear friend. And with him, we found a location for our John Fiore Foundation Little Free Food Pantry on on 19th and Falls Street. As any Niagara Falls resident knows, that area is, is... struggles severely it does from an economic any help that can be used for that area is greatly appreciated and that what a time you know for all of that to align and come together to create it was you know in in light of a you know pandemic it was kind of eye-opening for us so we we put up we had a, a friend of ours built a food pantry for us it's outside the lighthouse women and children's center on 19th and fall street it's out in the public we wanted a level of secrecy. We didn't want people to have to sign up. We wanted people being comfortable if they needed help that they could just go um, without being seen or judged. So, um, you know, our motto is give what you can, take what you need. Um, 
the original thought was the community involvement where a lot of the you know community will help fill it for us and things like that well that does happen but it does but, but we also supplement. we due to kindness of friends and followers of the foundation who purchase off of our Amazon wish list or make cash donations we as a foundation fill it four times a week and it is empty normally within a half hour to an hour so can, can people <laughs> go to your website right now and link to the Amazon they wish can. list yep there's a link right on our, our front page of the website it's www johnfiorifoundation.com they can purchase off of the wish list they can make a cash donation they can communicate with us if they want to do something different if they have questions about where it is it's it's on the grounds outside it's well lit uh, there's a there's a camera for for safety too so that's great to know. We, the, our chamber during that time had a little table on our porch, the give or take table. It was huge. We, you know, a huge we, did, we used to donate to that. You quite did. A bit. Yeah. You did. And we, you know, over time, we're, we, we have um, stopped that, but we always have people asking, where can mm-hmm. I take, yep. you know, this? Where can I bring this? And so, you know, I'm going to encourage everyone to take a look at your website yeah. and stop there. There's numerous there's a ones need. throughout the in, throughout the Niagara Falls area, yes. downtown near the falls. There's one in front of a church, um, Lockport. There's a couple, Alcott. So, you know, my wife and I would just pack a couple of bins and just drive around <laughs> the cities yes. and, and fill what needed to be filled. Yeah. So, and that you know that that and as we were doing that, that was also. Well, you know what? We need to do this. Wow. And, and Ken was fun, kind enough to get with Joanne at the lighthouse and, um, you know, put that on, you know, make get that, that get, make that, that location happen for us. Well, what an opportunity for you at that Ronald McDonald house, you know, first giving money and, and making that a part of your golf tournament to meeting a lawyer who just, you know, just happened by chance to help you create yep. something even, even stronger organization than yep. what you had. And now all the things that you're doing. It's just an amazing story and an amazing story of a legacy of one person who can make a difference. One person who made a difference. And then your organization, which is comprised of volunteers who are making an even bigger impact from that one person. Right. It's, it, it really is. And that's, you know, my father passed when I was young, so my uncle was like a second father. Mm. And, uh, you know, the legacy left, the giving, um, he was all about his family, the community, his country. So, you know, we, it was important for us to carry that legacy on and, oh God, um, you know, none of us take a salary. This is all, you know, volunteer work we do. We all have full-time jobs and lives and families, but um, it's become another life from us. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. You know, and then when we see, as, as my wife and I, we constantly are involved with the families of Flight 3407 and going to D.C. and fighting for airline safety and seeing what those families went through similar to our families and um, it's important to give back and you know it's a lot of turmoil in our country in our area and um, but you know there's so much good that doesn't get talked about and we appreciate the time today to be able to share our story. I'm so, so happy that you you did share it because the work you're doing is admirable and not many people can do it and the lives that you're touching, uh, just you're going to make that impact carry on and on and on, and that's just an amazing thing. We hope so. You know, uh, dear friends of ours out in Rochester who are huge supporters of ours, they're just, you know, along with many others, but they they worded it probably the best that we can. Not not everybody has the time or energy to, to do 
you know, to, to actually do the doing or to, to make the phone calls or do those things, but um, they call us the vessel. We're, our, we're their vessel of where to give to. They know where, you know, we're, so, we're very transparent. Everybody knows where your money is going, um, you know, but without the support of the community, you know, out nationwide for our golf tournament, we have friends that come in from Florida, South Carolina, Min- Minnesota, all over. all over the country. They come in just to support us. And right. I don't think there's a better compliment you're, exactly. So, so it is sold out, the golf yes. tournament, but there's still sponsorship opportunities available. Yes, yeah. And that's important because that keeps, that makes this this golf tournament be able to support the golfers and yes. have them have a, a memorable time yeah. and something that they want to come to every year. So sponsorship opportunities are available on johnfiorifoundation.com. And then when, because I need to get the ticket, when does the meat raffle ticket go on sale? Um, normally, normally after the first of the year. All right. So, so we have a lot of other things going on. Of we, course. We, we, we purchase, you know, we do fundraisers for Christmas gifts. Uh, we do a lot of Christmas gifts for New Directions out in Lockport or Wyndham Lawn, for kids escaping drugs, for various entities. And we, we try to space it out because we're not, you know, we're, we're a, we're a um, family charitable foundation. We weren't endowed with money. Our money comes from fundraising and the, the you know the generosity of, of our community. Sure. So we try to space it out because we know we are constantly asking That's people okay. for money. Keep asking, um, keep asking. If so. you ask, people will give. And so you have things throughout the entire year. Thank These you. two events are, are major events and, and major ways to bring in some funds, but there's opportunities throughout the entire year for there people to give. Yeah. And I think that's something that's important to remember. There's there's always opportunities to, to be able to do something more. Right. So johnfioryfoundation.com. Ron, I'm so happy that you had a, a chance to come here today um, to talk about the foundation and just the work that's being done. I, I learned a little bit more today. And, you know, when, when um, Ron and Diane came into the office the first time I met them, I was just in awe of the work that's being done. And now I'm even more in awe if that could be even more possible uh, just because the lives that you touch and, and how meaningful it is. And I can tell that it's something meaningful to you, but it also means the world to the people that you impact as well. Yeah, it's, it, it really is. It's it's a labor of love. It's we've, We become friends, people that we've never met before that are now some of our closest friends um, through through the donations that, that we've made. But, you know, at the end of the day, we don't exist without the generosity, kindness, and support of everybody who supports us. So um, we are forever indebted to everybody who supports us. Oh, gosh. Well, thank you so much for being a part of this today. You definitely are making the difference and definitely helping to grow the business and community. And it's something that is important. And the legacy is true. The legacy is there. And we're so happy to have known you. Oh, it's my pleasure. And thank you so much for being, you know, for having me here. It's, um, it's, it's tough being a three-person foundation, getting your name out there. You know, we don't have large corporations uh, knowing about us. So getting our name out there and telling our story, we can't appreciate, you know, we can't say thank you enough for that. Yeah, definitely. Well, thank you for being our guest today. And thank you for joining us on Growing Business and Community. 
If you want to find out more about the John Fiore Foundation, go to johnfiorefoundation.com. There's plenty of opportunities to help and support. And again, this podcast is part of the Upward Niagara Chamber of Commerce. Thank you for joining.